Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to The Fail Journal. Little disclaimer, the second episode also has a little bit of sound issues as I'm moving my head around the microphone a little too much, so the audio goes in and out a little bit more. But the problem has been fixed, and for all future episodes, the audio is going to be awesome. So (laughs) thanks for your grace. I'm super excited for you to dive into this episode, and please enjoy. Hey guys, this is Brian Ellis, and welcome to The Fail Journal. My hopes to inspire people to chase their dreams and pursue their passions by taking risks and embracing the lessons taught by my favorite coach and mentor, failure. So in my experience, what I've noticed is that most people care more about portraying the appearance of success rather than actually obtaining success. Um, something funny I saw the other day when I was, I was watching television and this commercial came on and it was this grass painting commercial where it showed these guys go onto a field of dead grass and they'd spray it with this stuff and it would make the grass look luscious and green. Like we can turn any ugly front or backyard into a pristine, prime, beautiful oasis and I'm like, yeah, but as soon as you touch that grass, you're going to realize how dead it is. But the owners, you know, if you're <laughs> people who own the house, there's like, I want the grass to look healthy. I don't care if it's actually healthy. Because 90% of people are just going to drive by, take a look and be super impressed and drive away. But the people who actually live in the house, when they go outside, they go to their backyard to spread a blanket to lay out. It's just crunch, crunch, crunch. But they don't care about that. They care more about what the people driving by think about their front yard than they, the owners who live in the freaking house, do. (laughs) And that's how we are in life. We're so like Instagram, social media, everything's perfect. My life is great. Everything's awesome. My boyfriend's the best. My job's the best. My career's the best. I'm successful in everything I do. But they're dying inside. And they're not being open and vulnerable and actually reaching out to people and letting people know where they can help them. You know? But as long as everybody passing by looks and thinks that they're doing great, then that's good enough for them. For a while. Until it's not. <laughs> I've talked to people about this and like, I don't struggle with that. That's not me. I care more about success than I do the actual, you know, than the facade of success. And I'm like, then why are you terrified to try something new? Why are you terrified to do that thing that you've never done before? And most of the time it's because them trying something new, looking like an amateur, destroys the facade of them looking successful. So people are terrified to step out and do something. They're like, no, the image of myself that I've created on social media is way better than what is actually me. If I take a step out there and do something, they're going to see the real me. They're going to realize it's not as successful as I portray myself to be on Instagram or social media. The people who are truly going to be successful in life are the people who are going to die to the need to portray an image of success. You see it in young entrepreneurs too. You know, they start making a little bit of money and they go out and buy the buy a Lamborghini. It's worth more than any asset they have, you know, but that Lamborghini makes them look successful, even though they're drowning in debt now. (laughs) They're even in a worse position than when they started. 
and they actually started making money, but they're putting it all on these flexes and things that make them look like they're successful. I forget which entrepreneur, which celebrity said this, but he says, if you can't buy it twice, you can't buy it. <laughs> I live by that. I don't, I don't buy anything unless I can pay for it twice in cash. It's my own personal thing. But I mean, as an entrepreneur and as an ambitious person, I definitely am tempted to flex. Like, and I do. I mean, just everybody does to an extent. It's fun to be like, it's like the inner child in you that just wants to be like, look what I did. I did this. It's exciting. Celebrate me. Um, I just think there's, there's, you know, healthy ways to do it. And I think there's ways that people are flexing that's actually crippling them from being able to take risks and fail. They can't fail. They set their lives up in such a way to where failure ruins their fake image of what they're portraying to people. And it's really sad. Um, and this is something that I constantly have to dive into my own head, my own emotions, my own heart. And when I'm terrified to take a risk in something new, when I'm terrified to step out and fail, and it's like, well, why do I have to portray this image that I'm perfect? And that insecurity doesn't leave once you've found success in an arena. It actually can add. It actually can add more pressure at times to push off this, um, you know, persona of or this image of being successful. As soon as Adventure Challenge became successful and people were talking about it and we were making real money, I then felt this need to prove that I deserved it, that I had earned it, and that I was smart and intelligent. And and um, I mean that's that's stupid too. You know, like I want to start every new venture I go into, every new thing I'm, um, I'm building as an amateur, as an open-minded, like I'm here, I'm open for feedback, I'm open for help. I mean, doing this freaking podcast, there were so many times I'm like, I just feel like I'm going to sound like such an idiot, such an amateur. I don't feel like I'm going to sound intelligent or uh, maybe I don't have all the answers. It's like, I don't need to have all the answers, actually. I just need to be able to externally process the journey I've been through and what I've learned. And if it helps something, if it helps someone out, great. If not, then I'm having a lot of fun doing this. I also think growing a business and building a business, you need to be able to die to that need to um, look successful to people. Because one of the most important factors in building a successful business is hiring people that are smarter than you hiring people that know more than you about business, about budgeting, about creative writing, about creativity. And, and it's, it sounds good on paper. Hire all these people who are super intelligent and smart and, and just monsters at what they do. But if you still have that need to be, to look successful to everyone, to look like the smartest person to everyone, to look like you have all your shit together, then, um, those people are going to make you feel really insecure. The people that you've hired that are better than you, because you're going to, you're going to start to feel really small until you realize that like, this is actually how you grow is by surrounding yourself with these types of people. And uh, if you don't actually allow yourself for that process, you're going to hire people who are always um, a bit less than you. So you're the one that stands out to achieve your dreams at the highest scale that's possible for you, you absolutely have to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. It's not even a, uh, not even a debate for me. 
is what are you releasing? Are you releasing a fake image that you want everybody to perceive you as? Or are you releasing where you're authentically actually at? And then I feel like you attract help. You attract people who see you, have empathy with you, and they want to push you forward. It's, it's those people who have all of their shit together. Where people are like, oh, you're, it seems like your life's doing great. I have nothing to contribute here. So I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm just going to keep doing my thing. It's like, man, vulnerability just attracts generosity like crazy. It's insane. So that's something that I'm consistently working on in my own life is dying to the need to flex, dying to the need to appear smart, dying to the need to appear successful. That doesn't mean I'm not going to buy cool shit <laughs> because I like, there's, you know, there's stuff I want to buy that's like pretty cool. But um, my motives behind buying these things or getting different toys or whatever, it's not to prove to somebody that I have something. At the end of the day, you're going to bed. <laughs> you have to deal with you and your own thoughts. You have to live with yourself. If you continue to spend so much time just trying to, paint a fake smile on you, paint this really stupid looking false image of who you are. You know, don't be surprised when you're depressed and having anxiety attacks and feel lonely. Ah, so lonely, so freaking lonely because you're not letting people see the real you. You're showing them a fake version of you. And then you're like, love this version of me. And they're like, oh, I love this version of you. And then you're like, I'm so sad and lonely because nobody's actually seeing the real me and loving the real me. They're loving, they're loving this picture that I'm holding up, telling them to love. And then when something's wrong, I fix it. And then I show them, oh, it's better now, right? And then I'm on antidepressants, Adderall, and what other drugs I need to take in order to get through the day. And keep fixing that picture and I never actually get filled. If you're too scared to fail, if you can't do it, if you just can't fail in front of people, then you are addicted to how people perceive you to be successful. You're addicted to that. You gotta cut that out. You gotta die to that addiction. You got to say, I'm okay if people see me for me. I'm okay if people see me as an amateur. I'm okay if people don't see me as the most successful person in the room. I'm okay if people don't perceive me as intelligent. I am not responsible for how other people perceive me. I am going to put out exactly where I'm at in life. And I'm going to go get mine. Ah, oh, I get so excited when people actually do that. When people are vulnerable and transparent, open and honest on social media. I freaking love that. It makes me so excited because I'm like, you're going to go so far with that. I know all this can be a little bit overwhelming, especially I'm telling you to go and be real vulnerable and authentic on social media. And, uh, you know, a few, several years ago, it was like, fake it till you make it. I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I don't think you should fake it till you make it. I think in situations you can fake it till you make it. Like, you know, when you're in sales, when you have, especially when you have a sales job and you're talking to a, you know, a customer and you feel insecure, you pretend to be confident. You say, yeah, no, yes, sir. We're, and this is what we're doing and blah, blah. You, know, you just, you keep a, you keep a voice. 
and you keep, uh, you know, like I, I have this. And then eventually you grow in that confidence, but you do not faking it till you make it in life is pointless. Faking it till you make it in life is more destructive than it is beneficial because you're not allowing people into your real process to actually help guide you through where you need to be guided through. I remember when I was pitching this, my, my adventure book idea to investors and I was sitting in this meeting and this one potential investor said, he goes, all right, so what are your, what are your profit margins on your book? And I was like, what are, what are profit margins? And I felt like such an idiot for asking that. I look back and I, I laugh because I'm like, I didn't know what profit margins were. But I made a decision early on. If I have a question, I'm going to ask it. And that led to some really embarrassing questions because people would be talking about things and say, oh, what's your ROI on, on this ad? And I'm like, what's an ROI? Like return on investment. Oh, cool. And no, I don't think anybody heard me ask these questions and think, what an idiot. You know, if anything, it even boosted their ego. Like, oh, I'll educate. I'll tell you what this is. I'll tell you what this is. But so many people are like, oh, I know what that is. 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 And it's like, we're unteachable. We can't, we, we don't grow because we don't present ourselves to be teachable and open. Like to this day as an exercise, when I'm in a crowd of people and we're having a conversation and somebody says a word I don't understand, I will say, what's that word mean? And not 10, 10 times out of 10, they light up, oh, it means blah, 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 blah. They tell you. And it's like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I learned something rather than pretending to know what they were talking about or what, oh, especially politics, man. People start talking about politics and they say, oh, this is the act of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what that means. I know everything about politics because I studied it in my homeschool. <laughs> it's like, no, what does that mean? What does that mean? Can you, can you explain to me what that means? Um, I don't want to say this because this is so embarrassing. I know I won't be able to pronounce it right now. I, there's some words I just can't pronounce. Floranthropist. I think I did it. Floranthropist. Floranthropist. I think that's the right word. If not, that's a failure. But I was meeting with somebody and he was like, oh, one of my dreams is to be a floranthropist. And I said, what's that? <laughs> and I've heard that word so many times. And so I was embarrassed. And I was like, oh, since I'm embarrassed to ask what a floranthropist is. Can't say it anymore. Since I was scared to ask what that word meant, I made myself ask. You're being teachable. You're opening yourself up. You're saying, this is where I really am. Now I'm inviting you to help me be in my process of growth. So excited. I'm so excited. This is like one of my most, this is one of my, this is one of the most important messages to get across to anybody who has a desire to be influential, to be successful, make money, to build their empires, to pursue their art. It's you have to be teachable. Don't fake it till you make it. That's just shutting your shit down. I know it's intimidating. We're talking about social media and you've already built up this whole following of people who see you to be this perfect creature and you're not. Sorry, you're not. Um, I want to give you some steps to take though. Just little baby steps. Cause I'm all, I'm a big fan of the baby steps. I'm a big fan of not feeling like you have to go conquer the world in order to change a mindset or a habit that you've developed for the last, how many over years you've been alive. So instead of deciding just to go share your most vulnerable, embarrassing stuff on social media, just pick one person, just pick one individual and tell them everything. Tell them exactly where you're at. 
I know for guys, this is really hard. You got to break that though. You got to go and you got to just be completely honest, completely vulnerable and transparent with one person. And slowly find the people that you trust in your life to be open, transparent and vulnerable with. Completely. No flex, no facade. No, this is who I want you to perceive me as. Completely, this is who I actually am. You're going to start to realize that people are going to start to love the real you. They're going to be excited about who you really are, not who you're trying to prove to be. And over time, the more you do this, the less you're going to care about the noise from the outsiders, from the outside people. So where you post something on social media, you're like, ah, the people who know me know me, and the people who don't, whatever. If they want to think I'm an idiot, I'm an amateur, I don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know what I'm doing, then... That's fine. I know the people close to me love me. They understand me. They know me. So, but it's crazy. It's not, it's not something that happens overnight. It takes a while, but you got to start off by telling one person. You got to start off by taking that mask off in front of one person. Some of you have never taken the mask off. So all the hurt and rejection and wounds you felt in your life, you've just put layer after layer after layer after layer. And it's like, yo, <laughs> You gotta start, uh, you gotta start taking those masks off. One person at a time. One person at a time. So that's my message for today. That's my podcast for today. It's don't pursue the facade of success, pursue tangible success. And that starts with you not having to fake it till you make it, but be vulnerable with where you're at and be okay with failing. Thanks for listening to this, guys. Uh, go like, subscribe, share, uh, rate it, give it a five stars. If you think it's worth five stars, you think it's worth one star, you know, give it one star. But I'm just going to see that as a failure. And I always win with failure. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Wait, wait. There we go. <laughs> Oh, I love that button. Oh, man, I need to use that more. Okay. Cheers.